Hanepa Achia, and you're listening to Season 3 of the Afropop Close-Up Podcast, where we go beyond the music into politics, religion, history, and culture. Today, we're headed to Portugal. In a suburb outside of Lisbon, a small recording studio is giving voice to the neighborhood's youth. Producer Sebastian Bognight brings us the story in this podcast, Nyamundu, the sound of Cova da Mura. In the outskirts of Lisbon, there's a neighborhood built on a hill. If you look to the north, there's the whitewashed concrete suburbs of Amadora. To the south, a highway and a vast forest that separates the neighborhood from the city center. This is Cova da Mora, known by most as Cova M or just Cova. If you listen to the streets of Cova, you'll hear Creole rap, Afro house, Funana, Kizomba. A lot of that music is made right here in the neighborhood. Here in the ghetto, we have a studio, Cova M studio. Everybody makes the song there. That's a photographer and rapper from Cova named Rock G. But before we talk about the studio, we need to get to know the neighborhood a little bit. If you want for me somewhat to, to describe this neighborhood, it was freedom. Freedom to do everything that you want. My name is Paul, and my nickname, like everybody knows me around, is Mima. Mima will be our guide through the neighborhood. He's Kova M through and through. I was born inside of my house in a small bedroom in 1982. Everything that I know, I learned in the African culture, because the first language that I learned to speak, it was the Creole, for sure, because my parents, they speak Creole. They was born in Cabo My father arrived in Portugal in 1974. Mima's story is common in Cova. Most people there are first, second, third generation immigrants from Lusophone Africa, mostly Cape Verde. Here we are a big family, for sure. It's like the another island from Cape Cod, yes. Yeah. Never been in Cape Cod. But I was, they raised me in a Caverian culture. Like Mima's dad, a whole lot of people came to Lisbon in 1974. That year, the Carnation Revolution overthrew Portugal's dictatorship and many of its colonies won independence. At first, rural Portuguese flocked to the city for work and started squatting on the empty hill. Then, started to arrive in the, the African people, from Cape Verde mostly. Cape Verde, Santo Príncipe, Angola, Guinea-Bissau. You can also find people from Brazil, from Ukraine, Moldavia, yes, from, from Bangladesh, India. You can find a lot of different people. People built houses there without permits, without basic services. Even today, some people who've lived there for 50 years still don't have a legal deed to their house and thus lack the power and financial security that owning property confers. Mima sees a bitter irony in it. For me, it's easy to understand this, that the entire country was built by the ends from the African people, even today. The neighborhood has changed a lot since the beginning but its vibrant spirit has stayed strong throughout. On the end of the day, people arrive from their jobs, drink some drinks, eat something. The kids running on the streets, it's, it's a normal place to live in. But it's different than the other places in Portugal, for sure. It's like that this piece of land don't belong to Portugal. Yeah, it's crazy thing. Hmm. 
It's the best way to explain it. That's partly because of its personality and partly because the Portuguese society keeps it in the margins. The media only really talks about Cova when there's police involved. It's unsparingly called a slum. They paint it as pretty much just dangerous gang territory. Most Portuguese talk about Cova with fear. Crime and poverty are absolutely problems in Cova, but the outside narrative chooses to reduce people to being either criminals or victims and not much else. <laughs> That's Julia Carlino. She works in Cova. It's actually Mima's job to change the outside narrative by giving tours of the neighborhood. I receive people from the four corners of the world. Yeah. People from everywhere. And why do they want to come to Cova? Now they start to come here because of our job, because we create some project that we call it Sabura, that brings the people here in this kind of neighborhood. They can come here to dance, they can, they can come here to eat something, some African food, some kajupa, whatever they want. Yes, it's good for the economy. The first purpose is to increase the economy. But for me, it's to show, it's to show, it's to show the culture. It's to show our culture, the real, thing, the real things that happens around here that the people from the media don't want to show. Sabura is a project of Moinho da Juventude, a non-profit community center that serves as a kind of hub for Cova. Both Mima and Julia work at Moinho. This place grew up with the, with the neighborhood. Yeah. The Moink started out with a group of neighbors that wanted to change, to be able to change their living conditions. So today it's quite large. Uh, it reaches about, well, over 1,000 people. This place is everything. For, because they can take care of their legal problems. They can find some people to help them with their welfare problems. They can find the job inside of the neighborhood. And then there's that music studio. It's part of Muinho. It gives the neighborhood a kind of public voice through music. I went to check it out. It's beautiful. It's fresh and it's clean. It's got a big computer, a mixer, a keyboard, and an isolation booth for recording voice. This studio uh, exists since many years already, but it didn't have this building. And in 2008, uh, the youngsters built it together with uh, Topinto, an older person that works with us. EEA grants from uh, Scandinavia. They support the building. The guy who runs it is in his 30s. He was born in Cape Verde, raised in Cova, and got a professional degree in music production in Luxembourg. His name is Walter Forch, but he's known by his nickname. That means stork, like the bird. If someone from Kova M wants to make a song, Sagonia can teach them how to do it. 
A lot of people that use the studio are kids. Some of them as young as 12 years old. Walter likes uh, working with the kids, having doing these activities with the kids. And also, uh, when he was younger, um, there was no one to teach him. So he doesn't want them to have this experience too. He likes that they know from early on how to do these things. Simano gosta vive, curte sem limite, para riba, para baixo, sem preocupa com o trabalho. Depois é modigo, mó que luta paga água, fazer e bovira, um jogo de barrajo. Rei, rainha, amizade, alegria, importante de amor e ganha pão de cada dia. Minha conta com fadiga, usa saber muda, dinheiro caça tiga, mas com fé no tajuguta. Mante sempre firme, posso estar sem grana, Simano gosta vive, para não vive e se reclama. Sorriso, paz de amor, teu afeto. Alegria, mas te curte vida e agradece cada dia. Antigo vida, Juguta sem fadiga, flaqueli que nos vida. Trabalha, basa sol, mas dinheiro gata chiga. Mas dinheiro gata chiga. That's Rabentu Custo by teenagers Rafa and Marivata. They're singing about their families and the struggles to get what they need. You work hard, but the money doesn't come, they say. I asked Sigonia how the kids feel when they put out a song. They're quite happy when the music is uh, online, when it's out. Um, they also, Walter gave the example, for instance, if a kid like Rafa had bad grades in school, and he said, you need to do better in school before I put it online. So he, he had to bring better grades, then the music was out, and then he is around all happy in the neighborhood and shows the music to everybody. <laughs> and the kids in Kova M have a lot to say. A lot of them want to be rappers or producers. Walter teaches them in the computer how to make a beat, and then they make their own uh, the recording and the beats. Some come with the lyrics and they want to sing. Father looks with them to the lyrics so that uh, maybe they bring words that they shouldn't use or rather than um, inviting to the use of violence and so on, that you bring them to talk about their life and how they would like it to be in a different uh, way. And the Kova M studio is free for anybody in the neighborhood to use. Other people from uh, not the neighborhood, they uh, give a contribution to use the studio. So if anybody in the neighborhood wants to be a musician, they can they have a space to start. I see, see. Kova's rappers speak their truths, clearly spelling out the neighborhood struggles. Jobs are scarce. 
a lot of people end up in low-paying, unstable jobs with rough hours and long commutes. Many are undocumented. Some fall victim to gang violence, although that's decreased a lot since the 90s. Mima lost a brother that way. It's sad to be an African guy in Porsche, to grow up in this kind of place. Mostly because you can find a lot of ways of discrimination in these days in Porsche, for sure. On the justice, on the education, jobs, and healthcare. Some people get wrapped up in the wrong stuff and end up in trouble. And the Portuguese police only make things worse. They train on the police schools, on the academy, and then they practice inside of the neighborhood. Sometimes bad things happen because of that. They shoot and kill back people. I lose one, two, three, four, five, six guys since I was a little boy. That the police shot them today. Some day they were minor, 14 years old. The Afro-American guys, they spent through the same problems in the United States. Last year, 18 police officers were charged with the racist assault of some local teens. The case is not yet over, but for a first, Kova-M seems to be getting the court's support. Police violence is a big topic for Kova's rappers. Speaking about the problem puts pressure on it to change. And now with the new technologies, we can reach a lot of different places. Like YouTube, Kova M rapper LBC Soldier likens broadcasting rap online to being a ghetto Al Jazeera. Obviously, to broadcast a message, the words that they choose matter. Normally, they sing in Creole. They don't like to sing in Portuguese. Yes, they are very proud of their culture. Creole rap is uh, quite popular now. I'm in Portuguese, que estou cantar em Creole. Yes, they like Portuguese uh, who sing in Creole. The Kova M studio produced some of the neighborhood's first million YouTube view rap songs. Most of the big names from Kova got started in that studio. Here's a track from the rap crew that call themselves Kova M. Kova M studio, puto de mazumbes. Yeah. That's Vida Marginal, Marginal Life. Everyone's looking for a better life, they're saying. You have to work hard to survive in this world. The rich get richer and the poor get poorer. I just want to live a long, tranquil life away from pain, he said. Tragically, two of the talented young rappers on this track passed away this year. Danny G was killed in a motorcycle accident. And just last week, Puto G drowned in a lake in Luxembourg. 
He'd recently left Kova to find work in Belgium. The Kova community was hit hard by the loss of these two rapidly rising stars. Mima showed me another popular rapper who got her start at the studio, Minda Guevara. This is Nyamundu. That means my world. Like most other Kova rappers, she's talking about life in the neighborhood. My world has a little bit of everything, she says. The good and the bad. Minda Guevara says in Nyamundu, you have to be real and to not let the bad things get you down. Kova is so much more than its troubles. It's a peaceful place. You can walk around and meet the people. It's a cool. Yeah, we are a big family for sure. I know all the guys from the neighborhood, the old people also. I grew up with their sons. It's a big family. Everybody have some fun with everybody, drink some beers with your own boys. On the end of the day, it's, it's not. As you can see, the lady is, is, is preparing the barbecue. Well, for the people that come from the job right now, it's made for the people. Obviously. If it wasn't clear, Mima loves his home. The people, they got the same feeling. They love this place. Mostly on the weekends. On the weekends, it's crazy. Normally, the restaurants and the, the bars, at night, they become a disco. And the people can have some fun. Mima brought me to meet a guy who makes Afro House at the Kova M studio. But he was on his way out the door. It's time for him to go to work. But he took a minute to talk with us outside. His siblings were running around in the street, playing with his sweet baby pit bull, El Chapo. His name is Samba So. I was born in Guinea-Bissau. An exclusive guy doing this kind of thing. Because it's not normal to see people from Afro House that sings in their language from Guinea-Bissau. It's not easy to find. Samba learned how to produce from Segonia at the Kova M studio. We're listening to his track right now. It's called Dalpo. It's a party tune. Dalpo. Even though Kova is full of life, the government still treats it like a problem. 
Sometimes they created a negative idea about this kind of neighborhood because they want to demolish to do what? what? I don't know. Several times in the past, the government has sought to demolish Kova and sell it to developers. But they can't beat us because we are more strong than them. <laughs> The Koba M studio serves as a kind of conduit for that expression. The music sends the message. To complement that message, Muinho da Juventude offers practical ways to build power and advocate for a better life in the neighborhood. And we are pioneers in a lot of different things. There's a daycare, a kindergarten, several after-school programs, a community library, free computer labs, trainings for public school teachers, and legal services. There's sports. There's much work. Uh, it's very diverse. Normally people from here, they create a lot of crazy things. Yeah. They can do it. From music videos shot on cell phones to the huge annual Kova M Youth Festival. The biggest point from that Kova M Festival is the two days with different kind of African music. Yes, Brazil, Cape Verde, Angola, Mozambique, yes, all kind of places. We got some workshops from Kizomba, hip-hop, uh, uh, soccer tournaments, it's a lot of things. The festival has now been around for eight years. People from all around Lisbon come through to share in the creative life of Kova M. In its streets, art is power. Huge murals pay homage to Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., Bob Marley, and Emilcar Cabral, the leader of the Cape Verde Guinea-Bissau independence movement. LVC Soldier, the ghetto Al Jazeera rapper we heard earlier, takes cue from these icons and fights with his words, calling for unity in the battle against racism and inequality. Tudo pobre é um soldier, he sings. All the poor is a soldier. LBC also works at Muinho. The Muinho community has it all. People that you see taking care of the kids, they, they already we teach a lot of different generations. Now I work in the, the same place that saw me growing up with the people that back on time we used to take care of me. Mostly they know me since I was in my mama's bed, for sure. Yes, because the kids that you can hear singing outside, someday they're gonna work. One, maybe 10 or 20, they're gonna work here, for sure. The hope is that if these kids grow up to be musicians, they won't have to sing about the same problems that Kova's rappers are talking about now. When we were talking with Samba, the Afro House producer, his little brother came up and asked for change to buy some ice cream. <laughs> yes, for it. <laughs> and he find it. I used to be like him. When I want something, I can explore all the neighborhood, but I will find it. Yes, for sure. Someone will give me the thing that I was searching for. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. But you need to prepare to go to the job. 
Head to afropop.org to learn more. We'll have a playlist of music videos and some photos of the neighborhood by Rock G, the photographer at the top of the story. This Afropop close-up was made possible by a grant from the National Endowment for the Arts. But to keep this series going, we need your support. Visit afropop.org to make a donation. Every dollar counts. For Afropop Worldwide, I'm Sebastian Bowman.